Welcome back to Freight Waves. Now we are debuting a brand new segment for today. And contrary to the name, it has nothing to do with flipping a coin. No? No. I'm, I'm angry. You, you and me both, Anthony. I'll but give it a chance. We're going to talk a little <laughs> bit about headwinds and tailwinds in the freight space. We've got Michael Rudolph here with Tony Mulvey for Heads or Tails. Welcome into the debut of Heads or Tails. Michael, you're the author of the Freight Waves PPI, which kind of takes a look at both headwinds and tailwinds for the overall freight market, rates it on a scale of zero to 100, kind of 50 being balanced, anything below 50, ship, favor the shippers, anything above 50, in favor of the carriers. Kind of break down what, what are those headwinds or tailwinds to the freight market right now. Right, so I've been doing the PPI for about a year and looking at the three-month outlook for the freight economy. Uh, and I realized, actually, it is about as good as flipping a coin. So uh, we're going to try and get a forecast for you here. We've looking at uh, the Federal Reserve conducts a series of surveys among manufacturing firms. So we have New York, Philadelphia, and Dallas. And every month, they kind of get their bearings on where their uh, industry is right now and where it's heading about six months out. We look at that as a uh, vessel for future freight demand, right? Uh, especially flatbeds and LTL spaces, right? This is very important, but also drive-ins and uh, sometimes even reefers. So we have the first chart up here. This is the uh, Empire State Manufacturing Index from New York. This is uh, looking six months out, and we have a positive. So unlike the PPI, this is a diffusion index. The higher it gets to 100, the better uh, things are looking in the future. The lower it gets to negative 100, the uh, gloomier it is. So we're at 6.6 .6 right now. We just bumped up to 9.8 in May. That is, uh, it sounds good on paper. Really, the reason for it is that the current general business conditions index in this survey just plummeted 40, uh, 40 points from last month. So I guess the idea is that things got so terrible that they couldn't get possibly any worse in the future. So that's, uh, they, they hope they hit rock bottom. There. And it, it's not like it's just this massive surge back, right? I mean, you, like you said, it's 9.8 and we're at, so we just plummeted. So we're, it's almost like we're crawling off of like what the, I don't say a bottom, but crawling back to where, what would be kind of normal, I guess, or normal, normal in a recessionary-like environment, right? You can see, you look back, to last year, you look at when things turned really negative, right? October, November, December, then we inflected positive at the beginning of the year. Well, you start seeing, that's six months in the future, it's talking about now. Right. And you start looking at the general business conditions, they plummeted, right? So it, it really does kind of indicate, like, maybe these people are actually fairly decent at looking forward to the next six months. They have skin in the game, so they have every reason to know where they are in their industry. Yeah. So uh, if we can go to the next chart, this is Philadelphia, and uh, things are not quite as sunny in Philadelphia here. We have a uh, contraction of uh, 22.5 points in April. It says it bumped up to negative 5.3 uh, points uh, in May. Um, it is just terrible. I mean, it is just terrible in the current uh, general activity index. Look at the sub-indices where this is uh, tracking shipments, new orders, uh, inflation on the supply side and demand side. Everything is just haywire right now. So they are really seeing a slowdown in their customers' activity. And of course, you know, manufacturing is just a pipeline to general freight, right? So if the customer orders from manufacturers slow down, then everything's going to slow down eventually. It has a ripple effect. So yeah, Philadelphia, not doing too hot. Yeah, and for when I think of things like this, it's one of those, 
an, 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 like you said, an indicator, but looking at the subcomponents of it, I think are arguably as important just because you get into the new orders and like that's the stuff that really drives freight because this includes things like prices paid and prices to employees and like wages and things like that. And it's, so it's this broader spectrum where you can break it down and go even more in depth to look kind of target freight specific things. And like you mentioned, new orders slowing down. I don't think it's a surprise. That is that future freight demand that part of the reason why we're sitting at negative and we're talking six months out. It, it makes that back half recovery look We've talked about it being bleak. It looks even more bleak when you start factoring what could be coming on the manufacturing side, which hasn't been necessarily the driver of the slowdown that we've seen so far. Right. And you do actually do get glimpses of the macro economy. Um, you know, you talk about the employees that they expect to be uh, retaining or hiring mm -hmm. in the next six months. That's down. I mean, yeah. you hear all this stuff about the strong labor market. The manufacturers, the actual employees are saying, look, we have to cut down. We have to cut costs. Uh, because we're not getting those new orders. We're not getting that influx of new orders and shipments and not putting the freight on the roads. So if we go to the last slide here, this is Dallas. Everything is bigger in Dallas, including the pessimism. We have uh, minus 13.2 points in April. Dallas is a month behind. They take their uh, sweet time with uh, getting the data out there. So we're still looking at April, right? Yeah, but they release it, yeah, in the last week of the month. So we'll get April's for... Next week, hopefully. Yeah, next week is idea. But I mean, still, it... it pessimistic outlook. And it's been pessimistic really, what, almost a year now? I mean, I think that's kind of a trend that you're seeing across the board is this pessimism really started in the middle of last year looking forward, and it's hitting different areas at different times, right? right. I mean, you saw some optimism there in New York at the beginning of the year. Well, it's now you're seeing the, the negative impacts, whereas in Dallas, it's kind of been this more negative sentiment for, again, almost a year. Right. And then, you know, Dallas is so tied to the energy sector, of course, because of the Permian Basin there. Um, they have a lot of reason to feel bad right now because the oil and gas sector, which is a topic for another day, uh, is just in disarray. But one of the unique things about this uh, survey in particular is that you get comments from the respondents, in which you don't in the New York and Philadelphia surveys. So you actually get to hear them groan in real time mm -hmm. uh, about how their industry is doing. So you, you see a lot of complaints about the Federal Reserve raising interest. Uh, these firms are not able to accrue capital uh, and credit in the way that they would like to. Uh, demand destruction, total slowdown, uh, the worst things since the Great Recession uh, are things that I've read in this survey. Uh, I don't expect conditions to improve much in May for them because they are usually the most pessimistic of the bunch, yeah. as you can see. So, question to you as we get ready to close it out. Headwinds or tailwinds for the freight market but based on these three surveys? Unabashed tailwinds. I mean, sorry, head, headwinds, right? Uh, New York being slightly positive, as you said. It's being slightly positive six months from now from current contraction that's just absolutely abysmal headwind. Absolutely. Well, Michael, thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Heads or Tails. Right now, we'll take a quick break and be back with more Freight Waves Now. <laughs> 